We are back again for another episode of I Just Don't Have Time For, where we are recapping Comic-Con panels. It's been a busy couple days. Yeah, we're working. We've got a lot of other stuff in the works, too, so it's kind of like a balance. Yeah. So this episode, we will be recapping the HBO Max Cartoon Network Studios collection, the Crunchyroll Industry Panel, and Thundercats Roar. Yeah. Uh these panels have quite a bit of information, so we're going to start with HBO Max Cartoon Network Studio Collection. So this started off with the creator of Summer Camp Island, Julia Potts, talking about the show and what she based it off of, which was like her and her friend, like because she had moved from England to New York and met this guy who was like a really good friend. So that's who the two main characters are based off of. Yeah, and, and she seemed like a really cool person too. I know. I was like, man... This show looks really awesome just as a whole. Like, the art is really nice. And and she said that next season, Hedgehog is getting into some witch training. And you find out, like, Oscar's magical purpose. And they're doing, like, a four-part story arc about Susie and her backstory. So it's, like, it makes me want to catch up. I do feel like that art is kind of similar to, like, Adventure Time. A little bit, but... Like... It actually reminds me of... It's, like, good... But it's also, like, very imaginative in a way. It reminds me a lot of, like, I can't even remember what webcomic it is. But some webcomic has very similar art. It's probably made by her. She probably made both. Yeah. But, I mean, I think it looks really cool. And that's a show that after watching, like, the little clips and her talking about it, I would actually watch. Yeah. And she also teaches you how to make a string cup phone. Yes. But before that, there's a clip of the episode and basically they go to the moon because they can't get married and they want the moon to like change their sign Mm -hmm. and then the moon says he can't because it'll change the person which i think is kind of interesting because it's like delving into like a very complex astrology astrology. so it's like kind of trying to explain that to kids where you're like, oh, well, if you switch from being a Gemini to a Cancer, then that also would change your personality. And yeah. then would you still love them if they had a completely different personality? Yeah, so, but then they end up, it looks like there's a happy ending. And they get married on another planet. Yeah. Which is fine. Because it's not against the rules. So then, that, like Lindsay said, they make a string cup. Phone. Phone. <laughs> yeah. Which I was like, man, I haven't made one of those since I was a kid. Yeah. So then the guy from Tig and Seek teaches people how to make like this household gadget where he's like just gather a bunch of stuff and stick it all together and, and then you have a gadget. Is Mike Chillian. Yeah. So yeah. then they showed like a clip of Tig and Seek and it kind of felt very cupcake and dino esque. Do you remember that show? Yeah. Where it's like a little too young for me to get into, but I could see the appeal if you were like eight I do years feel old like he is a old. similar creator as the Rick and Morty guy um justin Justin, yeah yeah because just because like he's making it about himself kind of like Mm -hmm. he's it's him clearly the drawing is of him you know and it's his cat and his cat because he has his cat help try to help so like he's that type of person but it is more for kids in my opinion but one of the voices is like the bunny is played by wanda sykes which we had to throw that out there because we love wanda i love wanda so, like, I was like, oh, this is too kiddish, this is too kiddish, and then I was like, but Wanda's in it. So maybe it's not, like, quite, like, maybe she'll throw in some, like, comedy that might be more fun for adults. We'll check it out. Maybe. You guys can hear about it. So then the last 
like show that that panel touched on was the bungees, which um, the creator teaches you how to draw them. They're like now this is for this, children, like, like young, younger kids, children, like two like two to I wouldn't say two. Six. I would say like four to seven. Yeah, but like, you could start watching it too, and it wouldn't it be wouldn't any big deal. It wouldn't be any um, He talks a lot about science and about how like this fungus stuff was growing on earth long before there were humans so he created like these little monsters that are like little fungus and then there's like dinosaurs that they meet and they lose limbs and they gain limbs and they can turn themselves into like bikes and stuff it's dr nancy yeah there's a dr nancy (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh, i mean it looks fun for like a kid like a little kid show but i probably will not and the guy actually seems like he this is what he wants to be doing is making like he kid stuff. Reminds me of like an elementary school science teacher. Yeah. Who then was like, I'm gonna create this really cool show yeah. to teach kids science. Yeah. Like, I think he's really passionate about it. So that was really fun. And then immediately after we watched that, we watched the Crunchyroll industry panel from yesterday. Which and... I had really high hopes for this one. Okay. And I guess maybe I got my hopes up a little bit. I think the issue was I wrote in my notes, Garbo mods. Because the moderators were garbage. Like, they were reading off teleprompters or something. Or and note it was cards. Like, and they were reading, like, word for word. It literally no personality. like an ad. The whole the whole panel felt like an ad to me. Which bugs me because they, I'm like, those people look like they probably watch anime. And, like, they probably could just be more excited and show a little more emotion if they just did it. In their own voice. In their own words. Words, yeah. So, so there was, like, no charisma... Like, no energy, really, except for, like, they'd be like, and now we have the new anime Rent-A-Girlfriend. It's a rom-com and fun. Which is sad because it's like they probably were excited about it, but they also have trouble, like, reading off a television. Like, they're not natural Yeah, it's Yeah. Like, I don't know why they didn't have someone else host it, maybe. Yeah. Like, I'm sure someone at Crunchyroll would have made, like, a really great yeah. moderator. But Yeah. So, let's just do a couple of our favorites, because they okay. listed, like, 20, and I'm, some I'm, of them are not noteworthy. So, they started off with a really cool intro, and it, like, showcased a lot of the animes that are on there. But then they didn't talk about any of those. Those. Animes. I know. Any of the ones that were in the intro. So, so, first off, they talked about how Crunchyroll is now part of HBO Max. So, if you have HBO Max, you can now watch Crunchyroll stuff on yeah. there, which I think is really awesome. And the first like trailer they showed was for Rent a Girlfriend, which is a romantic comedy and it does look really fun and I like the art and I'll probably watch it. Um, it's about a guy who rents a girlfriend and then like falls for the girl that he yeah. rented. And and something else that was noteworthy that I haven't watched but I've heard a lot about good things is Food Wars and mm-hmm. they just came out with season five. So that's worth checking out if you're like a foodie. Which I'm not a foodie, but I do like reality TV. So I might yeah. watch a little bit of it just because I'm curious. It's um, basically a competition to cook the best, but it's like anime style. They also talked a lot about the God of High School, which was a very like martial arts based thing. They had a really good trailer and really good trailer music, but it's not necessarily my jam. Yeah. Um, and they they talk about some other stuff. Gibiot, Gibiate or something. I personally didn't like the art, but Andrew, when it first started, was like, oh, man, this looks like something I would really But then when they enjoy. started to show it, it wasn't, like, something that was drawing me in. So yeah. I probably won't watch it. There are a few that I will watch, and I'll go over those. But first... 
They also talked about My Teen Romantic Comedy Snafu Season 3, which for me personally, I felt was too like dark and slow for a romantic comedy. I know. I felt that too. But there wasn't like anything dark happening. It was just no, the it was, way the colors were they dark. drew it. Yeah. The, like, it was very slow. It was like... I want a romantic comedy to, like, make me, like, excited and happy. Yeah. I mean, it is, it could be, like, an epic mm-hmm. romantic comedy where, so that's kind of the way I look at it. Which yeah. it might be worthwhile. I don't know. So, then they talk about Mass for the Dead, which is a new RPG that's available on mobile. Which is based on the anime Overlord, mm-hmm. which is a really good anime. Check that one out if you haven't. Uh, I don't know if the game will be any good. A lot of times... The adaptations of anime into games don't really go well, mm-hmm. and vice versa as well. Like Final Fantasy, for instance. Like, you would have to be a diehard Final Fantasy fan to enjoy the movies, which I did enjoy the movies, but I was also a young kid who really liked the video games. So, they also talked about the Grand Summoners and Yu Yu Havasho game, which is like an anime RPG with battles. And then um, one that actually, okay, one. Uh, video game. This is older. It's, they didn't talk about it, but one video game that did translate over was Dragon Ball Z. Oh yeah. So or that actually even was, Pokemon. Pokemon did decent as well. Oh, Pokemon did great. With Pokemon, yeah. So there Go, are some like... some animes that do transfer over when they have big budgets. Uh, this Naruto uh, Baronto video game that they talked about actually might be good. Yeah, uh, Ninja, Ninja Tribes. Tribes. Go Ninja Tribe. We should have clapped hands. I oh, know. Well. So then after that, they had their big announcement, which yeah. was Onyx Equinox. Which, and it's like an American-made anime. It looks interesting. And it's but, like Aztecs and aliens yeah. kind of deal. I, don't, I'll, I, might, I might gander it, but I'm not going to... I don't see it being like, like one of my top five. Yeah. Like, for instance, Hunter x Hunter is something that I was like, oh, on the fence about. And then when I watched it, I was like, wow, that's really good. Same with JoJo's Extraordinary... Uh, Oh, wait. Just JoJo's. Bizarre Adventures. Bizarre Adventures. I always say Extraordinary Adventure. I'm like, wait a second. Uh, That's also one that I was like on the fence about. But then when I watched it, I was like, wow, I could not stop. It was so good. Yeah. So So then they started just brushing like through all these animes where they basically would say an anime title and then read you the synopsis word for word. Which I did star one that looked really cool to me, uh, which was Ashidaka. Ashidaka is actually a manga. So it's not an anime. It's like a book. Yeah. So there's Ashidaka. They also talked about Card well, Captor Sakura. They do which, turn they turn mangas into Well yeah. But right now it. it's just manga. Yeah. So they also had Card Captor Sakura, which actually looked really cute. And then they talked about the Ghost in the Shell human algorithm. And then Which at, that looked good. Yeah. At the very end, they showed a preview for Monster Girl Doctor. And um I wrote that it looked like borderline porn. I mean, I'm definitely going to check it out. Yes. You know, they made me sit through that whole panel. They better reward me with some borderline porn. It was, like, really... Like, it kind of weirded me out. It did. It weirded it's me like out there's too. a guy with, like, sticking his fingers in gills. I didn't call it. It was like really weird, Someone actually. Like, he's, like, sewing a girl's boobs It was up, really strange. Yeah, I like, probably won't check it out. But I labeled it, it as fantasy anime. I mean, it is. Like That's fetish, what it is. Or fetish anime, if you will. So Like, if you're into, like... I guess the Monster Girl thing is, like... Uh, like popular thing in anime. I think it is. I, think I just it is. Yeah. haven't. I haven't watched. Any I don't of know it, if I'll so. watch this one, but I might watch a Monster Girl anime. We'll see. That's not. Yeah. That. So one real quick, they did show that intro again, 
And some things I wanted to say that looked really cool on the intro, like they didn't never didn't say the names or anything, but we figured it out. Well, they had like little logos at the bottom with the title, like yeah. briefly. So uh, Black Clover, uh, these are ones I haven't seen, but I've yeah. heard a little bit about, and they also looked really cool. Uh, Doctor Stone, which yes. I've actually heard about and it's on my watch list, and then Mob Psycho, which I haven't heard about, but the art looked really cool. Mm-hmm. So those are three from the intro. So moving on. Thundercats Roar. Thundercats Roar, which is not... It's not what I was expecting What I was expecting. Be. I guess it's like... I don't want to say okay. lower budget. No, but no, no. Like... So they actually explain this later on. Andrew ran to the bathroom for I like just, two yeah, seconds. To, and yeah. he missed them talking about this because... Okay, so I'm just going to start at the beginning and we'll get there. Yeah, yeah. So it was... Uh, moderated by Albert Lawrence from IMDb. And I actually think he did a very good job moderating. Yeah, I think he did too. So, Thundercats Roar is a Cartoon Network Warner Brothers animation spinoff of Thundercats. And they mentioned later on in the thing that it is a completely different vibe than the yeah, 80s version and I've even the 2011 that. version. And that they weren't trying to recreate or replace that okay. version. That they were just trying to like compliment that version in a sense like it's just something like oh like this is a completely different show even though some of the characters names are the same and parents may find it enjoyable because they watched it back in the 80s or whatever and like you have characters that are familiar but the personalities aren't necessarily familiar the art's not necessarily familiar yeah it's just in that world yes um so they brought in thundercat the music producer who i guess is obviously a super fan of Thundercats. And he basically talked about how he started being called Thundercat. And then they showed a clip of the show with him in it because he performed a song on the oh, cool. show yeah. um, about Green the Destroyer. And this whole panel was just like, I wrote weird and uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, I don't know um, if it was like the vibes or whatnot, but it did feel like it didn't flow very well. And... I don't know if just maybe all the different people that were there aren't necessarily super close to each other in real life or like sometimes people just don't have chemistry. Like sometimes you see actors or even just people who don't flow very well. It doesn't mean they were like enemies or whatever, but they just didn't seem like they're not buddy, buddy or like, yeah. Yeah. So, and I also wrote that Erica, the one female on the panel was the best on the panel. And I I wish they had asked her more, but she actually didn't seem like, as a diehard, as much as a diehard fan. Which she said at the beginning when they were asking them, like, oh, were you so excited to be part of the, like, Thundercats thing? And she was like, well, I auditioned for it. Like, I watched Thundercats at some point yeah. in my life, obviously. But, like, like she I just auditioned be... for it because she needed a job, yeah. not because she was a huge Thundercats Which I did fan. find her to be kind of relatable. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Instead of everyone else who's like, oh, my gosh, I did it because I was so madly in I love know. with Thundercats. And I'm just and like, I, I've watched all of some Thundercat episodes. But I was also just doing my math homework while I was yeah. watching it. Like, that's the type of cartoon Thundercats is. So I hope that they carry that same vibe through. But I don't know if it will. And I feel like they spent so much time talking to Thundercat, that music producer, like, about his story and his yeah. thing. And, like, they spent, like, quadruple the amount of time talking to Thundercat than they did a lot of the people on the panel. Yeah, I feel that. Which I thought was a little bit bizarre. So then at the end, they had, like, a Thundercats ho competition. Okay, yeah. Where they all had to, like, have their sword they or whatever. They did the Thundercats, ho! Oh. Yeah. And 
It was really that was awkward. Mine, by the way. I did a good job. I know. You did a great job. Yeah. You should have been on Thundercats. I should have been Thundercat Ho. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. Let's hear so, Lindsay. Um, Lindsay got one. Or no, no? Okay. I, I need to practice later. Okay. I'm gonna practice doing it in some really She's fun. She's gonna be like Thunder, Thunder, Thunder. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. But oh gosh. Okay. I like at the beginning. I was like, oh, this show, like the art looks really fun. This is yeah. really cool. And then after watching the panel, I'm like. Yeah, I actually kind of dig the old art, and I, I Lindsay got me something that was really cool—a Thundercat. No, print, or what was it? It was the, Masters of the Universe, but they were—they came yeah. out at the same time and had very similar art styles. Yeah. So. Masters of the Universe was good. Which they're doing a remake of Masters of the Universe, oh, cool. and Mark Hamill oh, from cool. Star Wars in the regular show play is playing Skeletor, Skeletor yeah. and I'm really pumped about it. I'm pumped about that. So too. I wish that they were actually doing like that. Me too. As well. Like, they could have done a Thundercats War slash yeah. Masters of the Universe panel, and that would have been really That'd enjoyable. Be okay, so... We will talk to you guys later with even more recaps from yeah. San Diego Comic-Con at home. Yeah, stay tuned. They're going to be coming out quick.